You're listening to Greek AF Radio. Welcome to the Greek AF Radio podcast. Today we have a very special guest. Our episode today is going to deal with travel. And I know everybody out there, you're either jumping on board and traveling at the moment or you're planning on it. So this is probably a great episode for you guys to watch and listen to. And before we get into it, let me introduce my co-host, Foti Stamos. Hello, Foti. How are you? Good and yourself, Ari. I'm doing very well. Very excited about our guest because I Absolutely. haven't traveled. Um, I, I mean, I've, I've been going back and forth between Boston and D.C., but that's literally all I've been doing for two years. And now I'm itching. I'm getting the itch to actually go somewhere. And Greece is, uh, you know, obviously one of those places that I'm really uh, looking forward to getting to. So what are we going to what are we going to learn today? Who are we going to talk well, to? How is this going to tie in all together? Well, to your point, Ari, uh, you know, thanks to the pandemic, we haven't uh, really done much. And uh, as we were all buckled down, locked down, I'm sure we've come across hundreds, if maybe not thousands of social media pages that are just, you know, uh, describing travel to Greece, uh, locations, regions, the cuisine. So here we are two years into this, like looking at, you know, so many images But then I stumbled across this interesting page that our guest is responsible for that really uh, caught me by surprise because, you know, as Greek Americans growing up, uh, we've gone to our local spots. We visit the, you know, the hot spots um, because that's the thing to do. But there's more than just, you know, our hot spots or our Horyo that we're from or the island that we've uh, we grew up with or grew up in the summer times. Uh, but I don't want to describe any more because I want to leave it to our guest. And I want to introduce to the show, Melissa Fundas, who is the creator of Ella Opa Travel. Melissa, thank you so much for taking the time. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Hi, Foti. Hi, Ari. By the way, Ella Opa Travel is the greatest name I've ever heard. So just <laughs> kudos, kudos to you on that name. I love it. Ella Opa. It's, yes, it's, it's absolutely. Just, it captures everything that... It, uh, it didn't start that way to tell you the truth that um, it was something else and I had to change it because it was too close to somebody else's business. So I really had to sit down and think about it. And I wanted something that resonated with both Greece and America. Like Ella, Americans don't necessarily know what that means, but they know Opa. Ella, that's easy enough to learn, you know, come, like come be, be Greece, like see what it is, celebrate. Right, right. Interesting. I mean, very clever. Thank you. So let us ask. Uh, okay, so give us a brief history of you and what kind of uh, just the path that brought you to what you're doing right now. Because um, there's a couple more questions, but I think I think we got to start from the beginning, kind of who you are, what you, what led you here. Okay. And then we could get into some more uh, more specific quests I have about the, actually the whole travel industry, especially today. But yeah, start start off like what your background is and kind of who you are okay. uh, and that path that led you here. Well, um, full transparency, I'm not Greek. I'm married to a Greek man. Um, so I'm from small town America and I met my husband here in Omaha, there's actually a substantial uh, Greek community here in Omaha. You'd be surprised. It's not like Chicago or, or Boston or anything like that, but um, there's a good group of Greeks here. So um, I met him here in 2009 and um, I don't 
think I had ever even met a Greek person before. I don't, maybe I did and I didn't know it, but, um, so he's like full on Greek. He's from Athens and, um, he came here to play soccer in college and never left. And, um, so he was trying to woo me, you know, like, Oh, you should come to Greece with me. (laughs) I don't think my boyfriend would like that very much, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) and so like, we just hit it off and took it from there. But that summer he was going to Greece and he brought his mom back with him. So it was like baptism by fire right away. It was like, here's the Greek culture. Like, so you, so that's, that's actually kind of incredible. I'm Greek and it's a little bit too much for me sometimes. (laughs) So like the fact that you're a small town America and just dove right into this, especially with his mother, like that, yeah. that for me that would be like i want to get rid of a girl i'm bringing my mom over and, and <laughs> i won't ever hear from her again so that's actually really cool i like was that like a culture shock and obviously um if you look at it now it's uh sorry about that uh it's it's you must you must really love our culture yeah it's um it's very much a part of my life it is our life like we live a very weird like very Greek, very American hybrid. And, um, you know, we go to Greece every summer, but we also go camping by a river with my family. So it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird mix, but I suppose that's what drew us to each other is because we are so different. And, um, and the fact that you are both, again, I don't know your husband, but you're, you seem both to be very accepting and, 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 you know, open arms about each other's culture, which is very important, of course. Um, But I'm going to say this as a Greek American, I think it's easier for him to to accept your culture than it is for you to like, get, just get thrown into this Greek because Greek culture is like, you know, you know, it's intense. It's, it's it's like in your face. It's like, it's your life. It's like, there's a lot to it. And it's really cool that this happened to you and you are, together and not only that but (laughs) your 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 business now involves the culture which I think is like super fascinating so I probably went too far deep into the personal side of that but so we would go to Greece every summer and um so of course you know the first place I wanted to go was Santorini Mykonos because you know that's what I knew that's what Americans are brainwashed with and my husband was like uh are you sure like we were just dating at the time and so he was like okay you know whatever she wants and um so we went there and I think the next year we went to like Lefkada and Naxos and I was like wow like this is this is way better. Why is nobody here? Why is nobody coming here? And that was just kind of the beginning of getting the ball rolling. And that was what, 2010, 2011, something like that. And um, so the more places that we went, the more places I saw, like we, we go somewhere different every time that we go. And um, so the more of Greece that I saw and the more that I experienced, the more that I could look at, you know, Mykonos and Santorini and be like, wow, that is not Greece that's not Greece. That, that is a place that is a place in Greece. But as far as, you know, sharing the Greek culture, like it's been really watered down there. And it's a shame that that's what America has been brainwashed with. So fast forward, I leave my marketing job. Um, I'm, I'm at home. I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, this is the first time I haven't had it work like traditional work in my whole life. And so my brain was finally clear and I'd be like, 
I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to start a travel business, but have it just be for Greece. I'm like, can I do that? Hmm. And then I was like, you know what? I don't know anything about the travel industry. I should take a step back and work for an agency. So I started working for an agency and it was the same BS that I was seeing everywhere else. It was like, here's Mykonos, here's Santorini, here, here, here. This is what we have. Here are these crap hotels that we have um, commissioned relationships with. So you can give these to your customers and they're going to like it. And I'm like, I don't like this. Like, this is terrible. Like, this is not the way that Greece should be planned. And, um, you know, during the pandemic, I had enough time to digest so much social media from other women that were like, you know what, I didn't like what I saw. So I started my own business. And I'm like, I can do that. And so I did that. Wow. That's really I'm, cool. I mean, it, it, there is so much more to Greece. Uh, and again, as people who have grown up going to Greece, like every summer, or every other summer, we see these little different nuances outside of the tourist traps and outside of the the you know the stuff that just shoved down your throat all the time so I'm glad you you I'm glad that's like something that is of importance to you and your business to show the real grease and to show stuff that is off the beaten path and off the you know what everybody else knows of course I'm gonna say 100% everybody should visit Santorini and Mykonos at least once I mean it's just a standard you got to do it but there's so much more and uh, if you're, if you're, I mean, I'm Greek and I've been to Greece a thousand times and I still need help when it comes to places that aren't the standard. Uh, so you and your business, it seems like is a very necessary thing, especially for people who aren't familiar with Greece, but also don't want just that tourist trappy, like regular stuff. Um, and, and you're doing a good service because there's so much to Greece, so much more than what the average person would know. So, so is that something that's like real important to you? I mean, that's what sounds like. Absolutely. And, you know, most people do come to me with, you know, oh, we're thinking about Santorini because that's what you think of when you think of Greece. And I don't argue with that. Like, I don't say that it's like, if somebody wants to go to Santorini, they should go to Santorini. It's a unique geographical area. It's gorgeous. I mean, it's Santorini. It's one of a kind. Mm -hmm. Like I get that. So it's my job to say, you know what, this is what Santorini is. This is what you're going to see here. This is not exactly authentic, but if you're okay with that, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're okay walking down the alley and still hearing American music and overpaying for your food. If you're okay with that, I'm okay with that. I just want you to know. Very good points. Very good points. Um, And yes, when, and to add to that, for those that might want to visit the most visited Island, I think in Greece, because of the amount of traffic that it goes through there, I think there's less than 8,000 residents that live all year round on the Island, but I think over 1 million visitors go right through that little tiny piece of land. Hmm. And and because of the the unique structure of the land of Santorini, uh, being that it was, uh, you know, the the effects of a volcanic explosion, you know, the beaches in Santorini aren't that inviting and appealing. So you're confined to your little pools at these little hotels that you stay at. Again, that's one of the setbacks. You know, the other positive is basically the views are amazing, right? So there's, you know, there's definitely um, things that you can point out that there's 
other places that can probably deliver uh, a complete experience from A to Z. Absolutely. And there are pockets, there are pockets of authenticity in both Santorini and Mykonos, but the the places that people think that they need to be aren't offering that to them. And, And that's where I come in and be like, if you if you want to see like an amazing sunset, you know, maybe don't go to Ia. Like really, you could choose anywhere along the coastline. Anywhere. Right. <laughs> like you don't have to be where you think you have to be. Right. Right. Well, that's important, especially for your line of work. I mean, you are literally the guide to 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 get people to understand, you know, what they can do and wh- how to maximize their trip. So on that note, what give us I'm coming to you right now. I have no idea. I want to. I want an authentic Greek experience. Give, give me some recommendations. What, what What are your top picks? What's authentic to you is going to be a different authentic to me. Is going to be a different authentic to Foti. So really, how I start is getting to know you as a person and what interests you, and then we go from there. It's kind of like if you played high school sports and the coach didn't let you touch the ball on the first day, Mm -hmm. same thing. I'm not going to give you islands on the first call. Okay. (laughs) So it's about, you know, mixing what ideas you have about Greece. So like, maybe you said, I saw Santorini. I want to be in an infinity pool on the ledge. Like, that's great. Okay. If you know that Santorini is a must have for you, then let's make that like a core pillar of your trip and let's plan some authenticity around that. So let's look at other islands that might interest you that can bring in that authentic element. And you don't have to go that far. You really don't. That's a very good point. Getting to know the person is so true because again, uh, something that I think is fantastic, Foti may be like, Oh, that's, that's cool. That's okay. And vice versa. So yeah, that's a very important uh, factor there. That's that's good. I mean, that that makes sense. That makes sense. And um, so you you entered this world. You 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 got thrown into the Greek culture. You loved it. You accepted it. You married your Greek boyfriend, even with his mother-in-law and his whole family. And you go to Greece and you do all this stuff. So you do you you are an authentic. Uh, I trust and believe you 100% when you are telling me about Greece because you're not Greek. You learned about Greece. You see all these like different nuances of Greece and, and you know, the popular stuff, the less popular stuff. You, you, you said thrown in by baptism of fire, which is so true. So you are 100% authentic because I would trust you over like pretty much anybody else uh, <laughs> because of, of your background and how you entered this. You, you really do have a love and appreciation. So I, I 100% would trust you. And, and I think it's just fantastic that, um, that you do this. So, so this you. is your business now. How long have you been doing um, Aloba Travel? Um, I started it last March. So March of 21. So things were still pretty, very slow last year. Um, But that was okay. I mean, I had so much to learn from a business perspective. I mean, I am, I have a business administration degree in marketing, but like that doesn't mean crap, Mm. you know, by the time you get going, Um, you know, I knew how to, to travel through Greece. I knew how to help people with that. But as far as, you know, 
getting the the LLC set up and the website and the this and the that and the branding and you know that's like a whole a whole nother world but um in making sure that I was being true to the message that I was trying to send um to other people about how I how I plan travel and how I'm not an agency how I don't want to be an agency um that's well well well, could we use the term more of a personal travel concierge for the guests that are going over in a sense yeah that's yeah that's a sense I call myself a travel coach um which is still a relatively new term but um it's much different than a travel advisor or travel agency because what I try to do as a travel coach is educate people I'm not trying to put my foot on anybody and be like, you can't do this trip without me. It's mm-hmm. like, I went to help you do this trip and you can do it without me, the more you learn. And when you look at the agencies, they're like, we're not telling you the price. We're not going to tell you the process. Like, this is what it is and you're going to like it. Right. And I'm just like, this is it. This is it. I am out. <laughs> That's not how any travel should be booked and especially not Greece. Especially when folks are putting up so much money for travels that I'm, I'm assuming the average visitor might be a couple of weeks, if not a little more or a little less. Mm-hmm. So you want to obviously maximize their experience with the, the amount of money it's going to cost them to visit Greece all in. Um, Melissa, I have some questions for you as well. What about on the other end? Um, how are you, uh, the interaction is with the, ind- the travel industry in Greece, whether it be resorts, hotels, accommodations, does that process seem to be, um, smooth flowing or receptive? For the most part. Yeah. It's all, it's all organic. It's people that I know or people that I've met and trust. Um, I don't have any particular contracts with people as far as, you know, I'm only going to send people to you because that's just not how it works. It's, you know, do your job and do it well. And I will keep directing people to you because you are doing your job well. Right. Um, you know, if I will say this about Mykonos, like they are the most unresponsive group of people that I have ever worked with. Like, I don't have that problem with any other island, honestly. Like, the the number of times that I've not gotten a response from vendors there, I'm just like, you're not help, you're not helping. Like, I'm about to be blacklisted probably from Mykonos, and I'm okay with that, I guess. <laughs> well, considering the thousands of other islands, I think you'll be okay. I think so, too. <laughs> now, Melissa, um, are there any areas you can tell us um, that are in your, um, you know, your recommendations of what's, I'm not going to use the word hot because I don't like to use the word trends, but because of your experiences, any areas uh, you'd like to share with our audience that would be consideration for you to advise um, what to look for as like maybe regions or parts of Greece that maybe you can mention that are not, that are off the beaten tra- track track. I I wouldn't consider it off the beaten track, but I think the Ionian islands are completely underserved. They're amazing. Mm. They're stunning. They're not that hard to get to. Like a lot of them have airlines or easy ferry trips. And I mean, those are easily accessible and they get ignored all the time. Um, Same way with the islands that are really close to Athens, like Egistri. That's an hour away. It's empty. Everybody gets off at Egina. I don't know why. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're right. Oh, wow. See, so this is this is like that. Um, and I mean, going to the little islands that are right next to you. So, like we talked about Santorini already, hop on over to Folligrandros, then go to Milos, 
then go up to to Sifno, Seraphos. Like it's not hard. They're right. not hard to get to. And, and most of these ferries uh, take that route anyway. They make these yeah. stops regardless. Yeah. Excellent. And um, what about other parts of Greece? Do you do you explore um, northern parts, or do you get into other areas, southern parts of the Peloponnese, or anything like that? We have our one of our home bases is in the Peloponnese on the west coast, just across from Zakynthos. Um, are you familiar with the Maliada? Yes. Where that's at. So um, we're just our our village, our Horio is right next to there, and we spend a lot of time in Kuruta. So we've done more exploring recently. Um, just hopped in the car and drove across the Peloponnese and did some exploring that way. Um, also last summer we did finally make it up to Thessaloniki, Haki the Key. That's like, I mean, Americans are like unicorns up there. When I said like I'm an American, they're like, oh my God, an American. <laughs> <laughs> wow, of course. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, um, how about Melissa, a handful of maybe tips while you're in Greece for our audience? Um, tips in, in, in what context, I guess I should ask. Um, just, you know, whether it's, um, whether they're renting a car, maybe taking taxis, I don't know, maybe when they're dining, maybe when they're trying to get to the beach or anything, maybe like tidbits that might to look out for, or anything that maybe questions that you might get from your, your clients. Um, I get asked about tipping, I guess, at restaurants quite a bit. Like that's a common question, um, you know, yeah. if it's. Fine dining, you know, 10% is, is nice. Otherwise, you know, just throw another euro or, or two on the, on the tab. Um, and don't expect like some, you know, like the red carpet, like you would get here in America. Like it's just, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the old classic, you know, don't throw toilet paper in the, in the, in the toilet bowl. Like that's a hard to remember when you first get into town. Right. That's hard um, to remember, but hard to follow too. Growing up in America, it's like what? <laughs> so I, yeah, I have one to add. Um, I'm not sure if you, the both of you, ever experienced this, but depending where you are in Greece, um, drinking the tap water is not recommended. So bottled water or well water is <laughs> is the way to go. Um, Look, it's a it's a different country. It's right? it's you grow up in one place and you go to another place. There's differences. I mean, they, these are just these are just facts of life. And, uh, you know, somebody like Melissa is there to, to kind of, if you're not familiar, the, this type of person, who does this kind of business is there to help you, which again, is something that's so like necessary and needed, especially in today's world, because you think uh, you, you don't need a travel agent, like we said, because I could do everything online, but that's not what this is. I, and again, I'm, I learned this, right now with this interview like it's so important what you do because you're basically coaching and guiding and and recommending everybody needs recommendations everybody needs help and it's really important that they get the right help and the right recommendation so it's very very cool that uh you do this and that you truly and i'm gonna say it again are, are authentic about it because you don't have to do this you you you're not born into it you Love it, and that's why you do it. And I think that's a very important thing. Thank you, thank you for saying that. And um, what was it? What were we just saying? Um, Tips to Greece, the different uh, cultural aspects, or it'll come back to me. Yeah. But, um, well, what about what? I have a quick question. What about do you ever um, devices and bringing devices to Greece? I'm sure everyone has different phone plans, but 
Do you get questions about, you know, what do I do with my phone when I get to Greece, whether you do an international plan or do you buy a phone there and make it easier? That's, Just- a, that's a great question. Um, you can get a SIM card there so you can have data. That's really the easiest thing. If you're not going to be there for more than 10 days, I really wouldn't worry about it, though. Like you can use Wi-Fi pretty much anywhere. But on that note, if you are using free Wi-Fi everywhere, then you probably want to look into a VPN. Mm-hmm. Very important. To, to yeah. protect your to protect um, your security in that, in that regard. Good point. That's a good point because a lot of people kind of bypass that whole security thing of public open Wi-Fi. So yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, As far as like devices go, you know, you should bring your own, your car charger that that's going to be the same in Greece. Um, I'm sure they have adapters. Adapters, of mm-hmm. course. Make sure that anything that you do bring over is dual voltage. Otherwise, it'll just go up in smoke <laughs> in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Melissa, is this is this basically you know kind of this is now what what does the future hold for you? Do you want to expand on this? Do you want to? Uh, you guys ever imagine yourselves retiring to Greece? Uh, any any thoughts on on the future of of this path wow. you chose and this well, culture that I kind mean, of sucked in, you in <laughs> you know from from my experience like we could go to greece every single year we could live in greece and not experience all of it i think it's in, it's an endless source of inspiration but as far as you know this business goes i might you know venture out into some other countries i booked a, a croatia trip um this spring which was really interesting and they're like a really similar um culture in regards to hospitality like everybody that I worked with there vendor wise was amazing um I have nothing but great things to say about Croatia but I don't know it like I know Greece and so if somebody asks me you know do I book here do I book there I'm like no I, I don't I don't I don't know that place. Like I know Greece, I can't do for you what I can do for you for Greece. Um, So as far as future goes, I mean, I'm just kind of riding the wave and, you know, whatever's coming down my path, you know, I get in kind of a tunnel vision. And right now I help a lot of couples. I do a lot of honeymoons, um, Mm. small, small groups, like families. Um, But, you know, it might get into more of a, wedding situation or like very high end research travel because, you know, travel writers are everywhere. They don't necessarily know where they're going. Um, I mean, if Condé Nast wanted to interview me and take me on a trip, I mean, I'd go, you know, like (laughs) I said, I'm, I'm riding the wave. Good for you. Uh, So can you tell everybody watching and listening, uh, we're going to have your information in the notes anyway, but can you tell them how they could find you and what the best way to contact you is? Sure. Um, I'm on my Instagram all the time, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ella Opa Travel on Instagram. Otherwise, my website is ellaopa.com. You can reach out to me that way. Um, those are the two easiest paths to me. Um, wow. You know, I'm, I'm open to quick questions, um, not open to ask holes. But um, <laughs> if you have a quick question, I'm happy to to help you out with that. Absolutely. That's okay. awesome. That's great. And uh, Melissa, this is the first time that we have you with us, but not the last. 
Thank you. We're definitely going to uh, want you to uh, visit us here more often to um, give us updates. Um, we'd love to do a series of sessions with you that maybe we can uh, discuss defined areas of uh, your recommendations. I would love that. I, I mean, I could talk about this stuff all day. So I probably went off on way too many tangents for you guys. We love real conversation. That's, that's, that's what we're all about. So you, you're perfect for that. And we, we thank you. And we just want to say uh, once again, Melissa, thank you for taking the time with us. Thank you for, for answering our questions. Thank you for being with us. Thank you, Fati, as always. Thanks, everybody out there for watching and listening. You'll find all of Melissa's info uh, in the notes as well. So contact her, follow her, get some good insights, and uh, we will see you all next time. Thank you so much. Thank you, Fati. Thank you, Ari. Thank Thank you. you.